Well, praise the Lord and God bless you today. And welcome to the Tabernacle Deliverance Sunday evening service. I'm Pastor Wells and I'm excited about what God is doing for us, with us, through us, and in the midst of us, regardless of all the stuff going on around us today. As I always say, it's a lot of stuff going on around us today. Every time we turn around, it's something else. Every time we turn around, Something else wacky is happening around us. So we got to praise God in the midst. We got to worship God in the midst of all that's going on. I hear a song. I hear a song. I hear a song. What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. This is an old church term. What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. Angels bow before him. Heaven and earth adore him. What a mighty God we serve. Come on, one more time. It says, what a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. Angels bow before him. Heaven and earth adore him. What a mighty God we serve. One more time. What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. Angels bow before him. Heaven and earth adore him. What a mighty God we serve. Oh, yeah. What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God I serve. Hallelujah. Angels bow before him. Hallelujah. Heaven and earth adore him. What a mighty God I serve. You got to put yourself there. What a mighty God I serve. What a mighty God I serve. Hallelujah. Angels bow before him, heaven and earth adore him. What a mighty God! I, I serve. Oh, yeah, hallelujah! Ah, what a mighty God! Glory, 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 hallelujah, hallelujah. Song. I said, you ought to take the time out. Oh, yes. To praise the Lord. Praise him for the good things he done for you. First of all, he woke you up this morning. He started on your way today. Hallelujah. You ought to just take the time out to praise the Lord. I like that. Well, if you don't take the time out to praise the Lord, tell me who's going. If you don't take the time out to praise the Lord, beloved, nobody else will. Bow your heads with me for a moment. Father, in Jesus' name, we come before you up and half of those with me this evening. Oh, God knows us watching this television broadcast, podcast, listen to the podcast, or YouTube, Twitter, or however they may be receiving the word today. I ask that you touch every noble soul, break every yoke, meet every need, save, deliver, and make free. In Jesus' name. That's your word. Touch him in Jesus' name. Amen. What a mighty God. We serve. Amen. Angels bow before him. 
Heaven and death! Heaven and earth! Adore him. What? Almighty God! You, you gotta know this. We said, I can't speak for nobody. Hallelujah. But I can speak to me. I can't speak for my wife, my brother, my sister, my mother, my cousin, my uncle. I can only speak for me. Amen. What he's done for me, because he woke me up this morning, started me on my way, broke broke yokes in my life. He delivered and made me free. He didn't set me free, he made me free. Amen. He said, therefore, if the son of God shall make you free, you'll be free indeed. Amen. Freedom is important in God. Freedom is what God wants you to have. God wants you to be free so you can serve him, so you can worship him, so you can live before him, get to know him personally in the pardon of your sin. It's really, it's really, really, really interesting that we, we, we focus on living for God on a daily basis. Get your Bibles today and uh, we're going to be talking about it's time. It's time. You say, what are you talking about? It's time. It's time for a lot of things. So we're going to talk about that today. That is time. People often talk about President Obama didn't know what he was talking about. He's saying that about change. They missed the boat. He wants to change. He was the change which most of them were seeking. He was that change that most people were seeking at that time. They needed a change. They needed a change of atmosphere. They needed a change of people. So he was a change. It's time you become the change. In your home, in your job, and wherever you go. It's time you become the change. When you become the change, lives are changed, lives are touched. Yokes are broken. Amen. That's when you become the change. That's when you make the difference to become the change. In your life, in other people's lives around you, that's when you become the change. Get your Bibles and let's go to the book of Ecclesiastics. Famous book. Ecclesiastics, I always preach from, teach from the King James Version Bible. And it says as follows Ecclesiastes chapter 2, verse, Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 2 says, A time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck up that which is planted. Let me read it one more time. A time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck up that which is time it's time it's time for a change that sounds exciting it's time for a change but who needs it who actually needs a change in their life today who actually needs a change in their life. Who do we know outside of ourselves that need a change? Who do we know but God that can do the change? Look at that verse, beloved. 
Look at that verse. It says something. It says that. It says that there is a time. There is a time to be born. There is a time to die. Yes, it is. Look at the verse. Look at the verse. It says a time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, and a time to pluck up that which is planted. But we need to understand something today. We need to understand that things that are planted from time to time need to be plucked up by the roots. From time to time, things that are planted need to be plucked up by the roots. The Bible teaches us about a time to die and a time to live. Amen. A time to live and a time for us to a time for us to move forward in life. Seem like nothing seemed to be working right today. <laughs> My old adversary is busy. It seemed like he's just meddling with everything. And the system is just acting backwards, crossways, and everything. But there's a time when the enemy is going to come in and attack you Amen. with different things. But you got to know who is in charge. That's most important. You got to know who's in charge of your life. And this is why the scripture said there's a time. The scripture says there's a time that we have to deal with in life. It teaches us in the scriptures as you read them. A time to be born. Time to die. A time to refresh, a time to plant, and to pick up that which is planted. Amen? Bear with me one second. A time to be born and a time for us to die. It's a time. When you when you look at the word of God, you see that there's a time for everything. All right. That's the system one. It's not working right, so I gotta use this one. Okay, let's move on. So the scripture is telling us. Look at that verse. The scripture is generally telling us. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant. This is, listen to the scripture, beloved. A time to plant. This is where people, the people make a mistake. They don't plant nothing. They don't plant nothing that they want God to give them uh, some type of increase on. If you don't plant nothing, beloved, you're not getting nothing. If you plant confusion, beloved, you're going to get confusion. That's a fact. If you plant confusion, that's what you're going to get in return. 
If you plant in a life of righteousness before people, that's what's going to equal eternal life. A time to be born. Everybody's born. The Bible said you must be born again. Everybody has to be born. Isn't that something? In order to die, you got to be born. Did you hear what I said? When a woman have a baby and it's dead, when it comes out, it was dead. It wasn't born dead, it was dead. A lot of people don't understand that. The Bible tells us that there's a time for us. There's a time for us. Yeah, turn it this way a little. Thank you, okay. That's the best thing right there. Okay, we still have like, we still kind of crazy. Whatever, a time to be born. Now, we also, more so, are talking about spiritual birth. We're talking about spiritual birth, the life that you obtain through Christ Jesus. It's time. It's time to get a spiritual life in God. The scripture goes on to say, it's time to die. The old man has to die. Oh, y'all ain't hearing me today. The old man has to die. The old ways. Don't tell me you've been saved 35 years and you're still doing 35 years old things. No way. No way. Not when you get Christ in your life. Not when you allow Christ to come into your life and guide you and lead you. You ain't doing the same thing you were doing 35 years ago. Ain't no way. There's no way possible for you to still be doing that stuff. Well, I accepted Christ and I still do the things I do. You need to get saved. You need to get delivered. You must be born again. And the scripture goes on to say, look at that verse. A time to die, a time to plan, a time to pluck up, and a time to pluck up that which is planted. There's something that are dead at the root that need to be removed. In fact, you want to hear something? When they're building a house or a building, they pull out all the roots of the tree. But those trees been there forever and ever, amen. But it's time to bring them up. Oh, y'all ain't hearing me. It's time to get those trees out. It's time to move those trees because they want to put a new building there. And as they begin to put a new building there, they want to put a new foundation down. They want to lay a new foundation down because it's time to add something new. It's time to move away all that garbage. It's time to move away them dead roots. You got to get them dead, dead, dead roots out of your life. It's time to get that stuff out. It's time to begin to walk in the newness of God and allow Christ Jesus to live through you. You're still doing the same thing you were doing 35 years ago. You need to get saved and get a living. Well, I accepted Christ when I was 22 years old and you're 50, 56 years old and you still can't tell the difference of what's right and wrong. You got to poke up the roots that's bad in you. Through Christ Jesus. Let's move on. Let's go to Hosea 10 and 12. 
I'm not moved by what I see. I'm not moved by what I hear. I'm only moved by the words of God. His word is going to stand when everything else fails. Let's go to Haggai. Excuse me, Hosea. Not Haggai. Hosea chapter 10. Hosea chapter 10. And give me your Bible. You got it there? Give me your Bible real quick. Okay, find it my Bible. I don't know why all of a sudden. All of a sudden, I can't find things. It's just the enemy working as usual. Here it is. Hosea chapter 10, verse 12. It says, sow to yourself in righteousness. Remember what I'm just talking about, righteousness? Sow to yourself in righteousness. Reap in mercy. Break up your fallow ground. For it's time to seek the Lord till he come and rain down righteousness upon you. Now, look at that verse. I read it again. Sow to yourselves in righteousness and reap in mercy. Break up your fallen crown, for it is time to seek the Lord till he come and rain righteousness upon you. He said, sow to you, not to nobody else. Sow to yourselves in righteous living. Sow to yourselves in godly living. Probably. So to yourselves today, beloved. So to you. So to yourselves in right living and right doing. We're talking about everybody else and pointing fingers at everybody else. You got the soul to the way you live it. So you can reap God's mercy. Not you know, not nobody else. Not nobody else. We got this thing today when preaching us they ain't thinking about it themselves, but they won't so righteous living. Ah, I heard the story of one preacher. What he did, he raped the girl years ago and covered it up. And all of a sudden now he's decided he wanted to step down because he committed a he claiming he committed adultery 20 years ago, but it wasn't adultery. He raped someone. He wanted to try and patch up his mess, but not accept the crimes that he did. We got the soul to ourselves in righteousness. We allow Satan to come in and wreck everything. We actually allow him. The Bible says that we are not ignorant of Satan's devices. It says if it was possible, the very elect of God would be fooled. We can't be. We can't be deceived. Why? Because we have the spirit of Christ in us. It's time. It's time to stop playing lottie dotty wotty religiously. Church buildings are open back up and you still haven't got right with God. You're going back doing the same thing you were doing 20 years ago. You're going back doing the same garbage and trash and sinful stuff you were doing before the pandemic outbreak took place. You're going back to look for your lover 
You got, you know why you can find your letter? I'll tell you why. Because you know your husband and wife was home. Y'all were all home. So there was no reason for you to sit out the door. You know they were questioning where you were going. Oh, glory. But now, the church buildings are opening back up. So now you can slip away. Be sure your sins will find you out. You will not get away. You will not walk away. You will not get away. The Bible said judgment begins in the house of God. Y'all ain't listening to me today. It's time to get right and stay right. Oh, glory. You got to get right and stay right with God. Hallelujah. You got to get right and stay right. It's time. It's high time to break up your fallow ground. That crooked dirty ground. Break it up. Sow to yourself in righteousness. Amen. That you can reap God's mercies. Oh my gosh, do you hear me today? Sow to yourselves in righteousness. So you can reap God's mercies when troubles come. Amen. Hello. So you can receive God's mercy to help you when it's, oh my God. He'll say he'll help you in the time of need. Glory to God. Show to yourselves in righteousness according to Hosea 10 and 12. Reap in mercy. It's time to break up your follow to God because it's time we need to seek the Lord. We have to close an end. The Lord is going to return. We can fool people around us. We could play church. We could play preacher. I was talking to my brother. We were talking about how all these preachers popped up today because they went to school to get some uh, do uh, doctrinal teaching. And, and then somebody they had nothing to do. Uh, somebody had told them that they were a preacher and a pastor and an apostle and a bishop. So they just ran with it. Misleading God heritage. It's time to break up our follow ground. We don't want to sell to ourselves in righteousness. We want to mind everybody else's business. God has given you six months to mind your business and six months to leave everybody else in the low. Stop doing this stuff and get right. So to yourselves in righteousness. Sow to yourselves in righteousness and reap in mercy. Break up your follow ground. This time to seek the Lord. Let's move on. Yeah, this will be a two-part message. May run into a three-part message. Not sure yet. Let's see which way to God. The Lord God take us. All right, uh, Psalm 56. Psalm 56. And three. Psalm 56 and three says, What time I am afraid, I will trust in you. Uh, let me read it one more time. What time I am afraid, I will trust in you. You hear that? What time I'm afraid when I'm driving down a highway. And a semi truck is in the wrong lane and he's coming towards me. What time I'm afraid for my life? 
and Lord with me. I'll trust in the Lord and the Lord will protect me. He'll send forth his ministering angels. It's time to trust the Lord. He'll send forth his ministering angels and protect you on the roadway. Hallelujah. He'll give you his traveling mercies. He'll give you his traveling grace. He'll be with you every step of the way. Oh, my Lord. Yes, he will. Yes, he will. It's time to seek God. Oh, yeah. It's time to seek the living God. Him that liveth forevermore. We're so busy seeking ourselves. We are so busy seeking what we want to do. The Bible said, in all thy ways acknowledge him. And he will direct our path. That's why a lot of people die before their time. They won't acknowledge God. They won't put him before. Not before that. People only call on God when they want something. Then they got the nerve to say, God was. Why has this happened to us? And God keeps saying, I told you. Live it for me. I can't help you when you're living with the devil. I can't help you when you're sleeping with the devil. Hello? It's time. Jesus is coming. Whether you believe it. Accept it or not. It doesn't matter. That goes for me too. Whether I accept it or I reject it. Jesus Christ is coming. Whether we want him to come or not. He's going to come. He's going to come. It's high time to wake up out of your sleep. Your spiritual sleep. It's high time for you to stop playing that you're something you're not. It's high time for you to live and show righteousness to yourself. Show righteousness, show righteousness to your life. So you can reap in mercy. So you can reap God's mercy and your God's grace and God's love on your life. We got to reach. We got to reap God's mercy. Look at this verse. What time I'm afraid, I will trust in thee. When I'm afraid, then I'm going to get fired from my job. I'm going to get laid off and I got all these bills piling up. I'm going to trust in God. I've been there so I know. What time I'm afraid, when somebody's using my personal identity, I'm going to trust God to work this out. Beloved, we got to trust God. When I'm afraid, it used to be a time when mothers used to walk down the street at night with no problem. You hear me? Back in the day when I started out, when I first got saved, Mothers walk with their Bible under their arm. They probably pitch black at night. And they go and have coming home from church or work. And they got that Bible under their arm. And they're ready to swing it in the name of Jesus. They're ready to use the authority of God's word and rebuke the devil when it comes messing. Not today. 
In fact, today, most people hide that they got a Bible. I got my Bible in my phone. I got my Bible in my phone. I got my Bible on my smartwatch. I don't need to carry no Bible. Oh, yeah? Listen to this. When the battery dies and that you ain't got no Bible, let me pray for those watching the TV broadcast. Father, in Jesus' name, I ask you to touch every little soul watching this television broadcast. I ask that you meet every need in their lives. Break every yoke. Give them a desire to realize it's time for them to sow righteousness and godliness to themselves. That they can reap your mercy. In Jesus' name. Listen, you can visit our website, www.tabernacledeliveranceinc.org. Leave a prayer request, testimony, become a partner. We have stuff information here that can be beneficial to you. We also have Bible study on Wednesday night at 8.15 right here. You can get the Bible study each uh, Wednesday night at www.tabernacledeliveranceinc.org. Now listen. What time I'm afraid? Now notice he said, what time am I afraid? Nobody knows. Nobody knows what time you're going to be afraid. No one you're going to be afraid. It's just going to happen. You're going to face fears that you got to trust God to bring you through. I'll say it again. You got to trust God. To bring you through those fans. Hallelujah. Remember the song that I said? When we first started, what a mighty God I serve. Through the same week, because everybody ain't serving God. What a mighty God I serve. Angels bow before him. Heaven and earth adore him. It's time you. Get to know that for yourself. Amen. It's time you get to know that God is real for you. What time I'm afraid? I'm not going to run and hide in a corner. What time I'm afraid when I'm getting bill collector bills that don't belong to me? What time that I'm afraid? I'm not going to run off the road. I'm going to call on God. I'm going to look to God to help us. I'm going to look to God to make a way for me. I'm going to look to God to do it because I'm going to trust him. The Bible said no good thing with God with all for them. That walk uprightly before him. Are y'all hear me today? God wants to prosper your life. I know the prosperity preachers, they run around talking about God wants to bless you, bless you, bless you. First of all, God wants to bless you anyway. First of all, he blessed you. He woke you up this morning. He started you on your way. You're in your right mind, some of y'all. Oh, I mean, come on. You're already blessed. Prosperity has nothing to do with money. It's time you learn that. Prosperity is prosperity. It's not money. Money is a substance. Money is a defense, according to the scripture. What time I am afraid? That's just, that's just something to think about. What time I am afraid? When you go to the doctor, and the doctor gives you some heart trigger news, to really rack your mind and nerves and scare you to death. 
many times the doctors have been wrong. I'm not against doctors. I'm saying their diagnosis have been wrong to many people. And even when a diagnosis is right, you got a mighty God to go to to help you. Amen. That's what I like about it. You got a great God. You got a great God that you could go to to bring deliverance to your life. What time? I am afraid. It's telling you right there. There will be time. That you would have to face fears. But the thing about it is you've got God. And he's bigger than your fear. Your worries and your trouble. And he could bring you over. He could bring you through. He could help you really, really. Go back, go back, go back, go back, go back. Go back to Hosea chapter 10 verse 12. Go back, go back, go back. Hosea chapter 10 verse 12. Let's go back to Hosea chapter 10, verse 12. Hosea chapter 10, verse 12, one more time. Sow to yourselves in righteousness and reap mercy. Break up your fallow ground, for it's time to seek the Lord. Till he come and rain righteousness on you. Notice he said that. So to you. So to yourselves. In righteousness. So to yourselves in right living, in right thinking, in right action. It goes on your job too. <clears throat> Many people go to jobs and steal money, steal stuff, products, all kind of things. That's not some righteousness. And you claiming you say, that's not righteousness. That's not righteousness. So to yourself in righteousness that you can reap God's mercy on your life. I don't know why you're bringing me back to But so to you, put your name near Jill, Harry, Billy, Arthur, whatever your name is, Muhammad, whatever your name is. So to yourself in righteousness that you can reap his mercy. See, you can't reap God's mercy in unrighteousness. You can't reap God's mercy in sin. The only thing God is going to accept is when you repent of your sins. Amen. You got to sow righteousness. It's like that's a big problem today. What we're, what we're sowing today, it's oh, let me let me explain to you a new term that I had. The term is called church salvation. You'll probably say, oh, everybody got church salvation. No, they don't. I don't have church salvation. I have Christ Jesus salvation. But many people today have church salvation simply mean they have the church organization they belong to salvation. They follow every rule that it has. They dress according to the way the church organization say. They get money according to the way the church organization say. But they don't know Christ Jesus as Savior. Amen. Church 
organization do not and is not a possession to eternal life. It cannot guarantee. If that was the case, the children of Israel would have been instantly guaranteed every time they went in the temple, every time they went into the tent. They would have been instantly guaranteed eternal life. And they were not. He said, if you walk in my statutes and keep my commandments, he said, why call me Lord, Lord, and don't do the things I say, do? Huh? Oh, and y'all run around being racist. I always slap you upside the head with the word of God because you need to get right with God. No, unrighteousness is going to enter in. And in the new Jerusalem that come down, the Bible say only the same will enter in. You got the soul to yourselves in righteousness. Y'all not listening to me today. Y'all not hearing me. This is something you got to do. This is something all us preachers got to do. We got the soul to ourselves in righteous doing and living and thinking and acting. Pay our bills to the best of our ability. Take care of our family, our wives, our children, our parents. You think you getting by and you evil to your parents because they're old. You're going to reap what you sow. It's going to come back to bite you. You hear what I said? It's going to come back to bite you. You're going to wish you was kind. Some of y'all so disrespectful to all the folks. It's going to come back to bite you. So to yourself in righteousness. Amen. It's time to sow to yourselves in righteousness. It's time. It's time. It's time. Because the Lord Jesus is coming. If you're not sowing righteousness, you're going to be left behind. No unclean thing will enter into the kingdom of God. We have to sow to ourselves in righteousness, right living every day. Listen to the rest of the uh, scripture. Sow to yourselves in righteousness, reap in mercy. Break up your fallow ground, for it's time to seek the Lord. But this is what he was trying to get you to see. Why are you sowing to yourselves in mercy? You break up your fallow ground and you start to seek the Lord. Till he reign righteousness. Upon you. Until he reign in righteousness upon you. You, you, you got to understand that. You got to understand that. We have to sow to ourselves the right stuff. Not religious stuff. Not all these books you'll be picking up reading. Sow to yourself in righteousness. I read God mercy. Let's move on. This is just something to think about. Let's go to Romans chapter 13. Romans chapter 13. Romans chapter 13 and verse 11. 
at that verse. Romans chapter 13, verse 11 said, listen to this. And the night, and at that, knowing that the time that is now, it, it is high time to awake out of your sleep, for now is our salvation nearer than when we believe. Then we believe. I'm going to read it again. And that knowing that the time that now it is high time to wake up out of sleep. For now is our salvation nearer than we, we believe. Our salvation is nearer. It's closer. You know what? People been running around for years saying, I've been hearing that Jesus has been coming for 30, 40 years. He ain't come yet. Well, guess what? You're fulfilling the scripture because the scripture said there'll be scuffers running around saying that the Lord said he was going to come and he didn't come yet. Oh, you just fulfilled the scripture, beloved. But the scripture here tells us something interesting. It's tell us that we're spiritually sleeping. We're asleep. We're asleep just churching along, going along, just going along. We're just churching along. We're having a good time. We're doing a dipping and diving and sinning. Are we playing or are we doing our thing? Well, we're like the person. Listen to that. We're like the person who, who uh, uh, um, go out, work out, all sweaty, and come in and put on a brand new suit, then take a shower, then wash up. He'd wash the sweat from under his arms. And he got up, put on his brand new suit. And he's going out there trucking, looking good, but stinking like a dog. Yeah. What am I saying? It's time to clean up. So you're so to yourselves in righteousness. It's time to wake up out of our sleep. We're sleeping. The church. Buildings have a bunch of sleeping people in it. You know, some churches don't even believe in communion anymore. Oh, we don't need to do that. We don't need to take communion anymore. Some people don't even know what communion is, don't even know what the Catholics know what communion is, but they won't live right. They want to worship idols and pray to statue. Ah, I'll get on that another day. But it's time that we wake up out of our sleep. We are doing spiritual sleep, and it's going to come. You know what? I got a perfect example. Listen to this. Most people know the story. They go to church, know the story of the ten virgins. Oh, most people don't know what virgins are today. Those are people that haven't had sexual activity before. So the story with the ten virgins goes this way. There was ten wise, and there was ten, excuse me, there was five wise and five dumb. What happened was they all had the same amount of oil. The Bible said that they were sleeping and slumbering in a bed. But when the bridegroom called, 
All 10 got out of their bed and got dressed to meet the master. But when they got out of their bed to meet the master, the dumb ones that already had spent up all that oil. Now they need time to find new oil. But in the meantime, they're going to ask the wise virgin, can I have some of your oil? And those wise virgins said, no. I'm not giving you none of my oil because I'm not going to see the way I'm going to meet the master. You better go find some oil somewhere else. You better go buy it on the road and see if you can get some. That I don't think they open, but you can try, but you ain't getting none of mine. And they lost out. It's time to wake up out of your spiritual sleep. We play this little game with God. That, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be saved today. Oh, I'm going to do right today. And then tomorrow we go right back to our wickedness. We go right back to, we're like a dog that goes back to his vomit. We're like a dog that goes back to his vomit. Have you ever seen a dog laughing up his vomit? Like nothing never happened. Like nothing never happened. The Bible said, be sure your sins will find you out. It's time. The message today is time. To break up your final ground. And not only seek the Lord and wait for him to rain righteousness upon you. Sow to yourself in righteousness. Right living. Stop deceiving yourself. <laughs> we live in a world today. Where we're over-religious. We live in a world today where everybody's serving God somewhere. But you ain't serving God no way. When Christ is not the head of your life, you just doing religious stuff. Most people, as I said today, as church salvation, they do not have Christ Jesus salvation. They just have their church organization salvation. They do not have Christ Jesus salvation. You go to most churches today, they got all this stuff going in a crisis, not even included. I don't even want to get into it because there's a lot of stuff they don't. But let's look at that verse one more time. Romans chapter 13, verse 11. It says, and, and knowing, and that knowing that the time that now it is high time to awake out of sleep. For now our salvation is nearer than we thought, than we believed. Salvation is close. You want me, you want me to tell you something? I watch sometimes videos on YouTube. I like to watch uh, winters videos they have with people camping and, and then sometimes I watch driving videos or semi trucks driving and stuff. But in some of those videos, People have massive accidents. Listen to this. Today I was watching a, a video when they were showing people just driving the wrong way like it was nothing. It wasn't on their mind that they were driving the wrong way. They were just driving. Everybody trying to get out of their way because their salvation was nearer than they thought. Because they're going to run into something. And they're going to go into their salvation. What do I mean salvation? Oh, let me enlighten you. Everybody gets salvation, not eternal life. You say, what do you mean everybody gets salvation? When you die in your sin, you're going to get your eternal salvation in hell. You're going to burn throughout eternity in a lake of fire. That's 
is your eternal salvation. When you walk before God, when you have Christ Jesus at your end of your life, the scripture says, enter thou into the joy of the Lord. Isn't that something? People don't understand something. You're living in this life here to prepare for your eternal salvation. You're living. You're living here. Preachers don't want to tell you that. They want you to just keep you feeling good, coming to church, dropping the money in the bucket. That's not eternal life. Well, I go to so-and-so church. It don't matter what church you go to. It doesn't matter. Eternal salvation. It's true. Eternal salvation is something that God ordained begin from the beginning of the foundation of the world and in eternity. It's time to get to yourself, get the right salvation. It's time to get salvation that comes through Jesus Christ, not religion. Not really being religious, not being a part of some famous uh, religious organization. I help the pastor. I cook the pastor's dinner. So what? So what? That's not a projection to eternal life. Amen. Not the joy of the Lord. That's not a, that's not that. My brother make a statement. He says that people die. They just leave this body. They leave this this temple. They're no longer part of it. They don't need nothing from it. They're no longer a doctor. They're no longer a, a, a pastor. They're no longer a bishop. They no longer they're gone. They don't need none of that stuff. They don't need no title of a doctor. They don't need to preach to nobody. Once they leave this earthly temple. Did you hear that? Amen. Jesus even said that this earthly temple would be dissolved. Why? Because when we leave this natural body, the natural man is finished. It is the spiritual man that begins to live either in eternity or in joy or damnation. It's really something to think about. It's really something to think about. That's why the scripture tells us in Hosea 10 and 12 to sow to yourself in righteousness, break up your foul ground, and seek the Lord. It's time. Verse 11, one more time. And that knowing that the time, that now it is high time to wake out of sleep. For now our salvation is nearer than when we believe. Hmm. The Lord is going to return. And you know what? Many preachers are being a pulpit preaching that God wants to bless you. Come on, everybody. God wants to bless you. God wants to bless you. And that's all they're going to be talking about. And they'll be talking about my new book that I just wrote. I just wrote this new book. I want everybody to buy this new book. And they're going to be talking about all this other stuff. It's not the one I'm writing about. But you never hear them mention eternal life. That you must be born again. You must sow to yourself in righteousness. You must seek after God. 
and his kingdom. And they'll be in the pulpit preaching about all this. And the time, it's the time is going to come. The Lord is going to crack the sky and they're going to still be there. And some of the members, I praise God, I pray God that some of the members got right with God and they'll be taken out of here. They'll go to glory with the Lord. And the preacher will still be in that pulpit having a good time, jumping up and down to make those that don't know God excited about a God they don't know. That's interesting. My brother told me a story about a preacher, pastor, that pastored for 25 years and never knew Jesus Christ as his personal savior. 25 years and never knew the Lord of glory. Well, who was he preaching about? He was supposed to be preaching about Christ, but never knew him. That's why the Bible says gifts and calling come without repentance. Make sure you get saved. Make sure you have Christ as your personal savior. Come on, somebody. Make sure you know Christ in the pardon of your sin. Wake out of your spiritual sleep. Ask God to open your spiritual ears and your spiritual eyes. Amen. Ask God to clear your path that you walk each day. Ask God to clear that path so you can walk with God effectively. That's why he said in all thy ways acknowledge him. He'll direct your path. Get up. Stop sleeping and slumbering in church buildings and get to know Christ. Some people are so faithful to their religious organization they belong to, they ain't got time for God. God could be talking to them, the Lord could be talking to them, the angel could be talking to them. They're so wrapped up in their religious organization, Holy Tabernacle or a Cathedral or Jones or whatever name it is. Holy Temple, they got some beautiful buildings and no God. Many people are going to be lost over the dumbest stuff. People are going to be lost over the dumbest stuff. It's time to get right with God. It really is. It's really a time when you need to walk with God. It's a time when we really need to refresh ourselves in God. As I said before, and I'll say again, putting prayer back in church will not solve this gun problem. The gun problem is a sin problem. You can't put church, you can't put prayer back in church. I've been back in school, excuse me, back in schools. You know why? This country is filled up with gazillion different people from religions. Can you imagine having 25 kids in a classroom praying to 25 different so-called gods? Some are taught to run around praying. Some are taught to get on their knees praying. Some are taught to lay down praying. Some are taught to sit down praying. All kind of stuff. The, the classes will be filled with massive confusion. And they want to put prayer back in school. Oh, you, yeah. They can be seriously thinking about only having them pray a Christian prayer. Because even a Christian here, the good one, y'all. Even a so-called Christian believer, they'll pray a different way. 
the Catholic pray their way, the Pentecostal pray their way, the Baptist pray their way, the Episcopalian pray their way. I could just go on. The Latter-day Saints pray their way. Everybody pray their own way. It's nothing but confusion. You don't need no church. You don't need no prayer in, in the schools. You need God in those people's lives. You say, well, how are they going to get God if they don't pray? The Bible said, now we know that man, God, he hath not a sinner when he can't pray. But if any man be a worshiper of God, hear me here, you need to repent of your sins. Everybody need to repent. What about the teachers then? Now we really got a massive problem. They want the kids to pray, but the teachers not. They're the biggest devils. You got teachers that molest children, have affairs with the kids and all kind of garbage. Everybody need to know God. It's time we tell the truth. People say, I can't believe you're against having prayer in schools. I ain't telling you nothing. It ain't true. Prayer in schools is not going to change. This is a sin thing. It needs to start at home. Hmm. It needs to start at home. Who's going to come in and teach the kids to pray? Oh, hold up. What about the atheists? What about them? Where do they fit in this? You can tell the kids that they don't fit in? Oh! <laughs> Y'all going to the same school. What are you going to tell them? They don't believe in God. They, they parents taught them not to believe in God. They don't believe in prayer. prayer. So what are you going to do? Penalize them because they don't want to pray? You got to tell the story the way it is. When we get God in our lives, we can teach our children at home. Get in prayer. They need to get prayer back in church. Oh, they need to do that too. Real prayer when they call on God. They need to get prayer in school. No, they don't need prayer in school. People need to live right in school. At lunchtime, they want to go and pray. Let them go pray. That's their free time. They get 10 or 15 minutes between uh, classes. If they want to pray, let them go pray. But you got to know how to pray. Who are you praying to? They could be praying to cookies. They're kids. I was in the service years ago. Listen to this, beloved. I'm not lying. This really happened. When I first got saved years ago, many years ago, I was at service at the church I was going to. And they had an altar call, and everybody, all these people came out. So also, I was a counselor. So I was counseling with the little kids. And there was a man there. They would tell him, say, come on, let's give the order prayer. Come on, tell him, thank you, Jesus. Let's thank him. You know what the man was saying? Everybody was saying, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. You know what the man was saying? My bread, my bread, my bread, my bread. My bread, my bread, my bread. Listen, we cracked up laughing. The man was saying, my bread, my bread. That's where his head was, on his bread. <laughs> I don't know if he left the bread in the oven and came to church. I don't know what the case was. But he was saying, my bread, my bread, my bread. We were rolling. The counselors, we were making a joke about it after service. About he running around saying, my bread, my bread, my bread. Jesus was saying, what happened to me? <laughs> the Bible said, men ought to always pray and not faint. Though not just in church. Not just in school, not just in church. Oh, 
will your ways. The Bible said, and all your ways acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. That scripture in Hosea and a, a, a 10 and 12 just sticks with me about the soul to yourselves and righteousness. Soul to yourselves and right living. Obstacles are come, but you still got the soul to yourselves and righteousness. You still got the soul to yourselves and right living. You still got to call on God as God. It's time to stop fooling yourself. It's time to wake up out of your sleep. It's time to stop playing this game that everything's okay. You know, some people, some people condition their mind. Listen to this. You know, like a lot of people that uh, teach positive thinking, there's a lot of people condition their mind to say everything's okay. Everything's okay, and they still don't know Christ. They think they're going to die and go straight to heaven, but they run around saying everything's okay. I'm good. I'm good. The Bible said, except the man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. You can't even perceive it. The Bible talks about the new Jerusalem coming down from heaven. <clears throat> they don't need to, don't need to save folks. What are you doing about this? What are you doing about this? People going back to church building, going back the same way they left. They go back to the church building that they were going to. Now they have more empty seats because some of the people died from the uh, uh, virus. Some people don't ever want to go back. Some people are blaming God for the virus happening. They never sold righteousness to themselves. They never showed right living. They never broke up, they followed God. Huh? They never really sought God. They never tried. We got to understand that God does not change. He said, I'm the Lord that God that changes not. He said, I'm the Lord that God that don't make you sick. What would it profit a man if he gained the whole world and lose his soul? It's time to realize you could gain wealth, success, and be lost. You could gain wealth and success and obtain eternal life as well. You see, contrary to what preachers teach, a lot of them teach that you can't be wealthy, you can't be this, and you can't be that. That's not what the scripture says. God said the earth it's the Lord and the fullness thereof. He got a cat on a thousand hill. He can bless you with what you need to give you some things that you desire. The main thing God wants you to do is live right. You hear what I said? The main thing God wants you to do is sow righteousness to yourself. That's what he wants. He wants you to sow righteousness to yourself. Not to nobody else. But we spend all our time looking at other people, minding other people's business. 
I can't believe they left the church. They gave up their church membership and went to another ministry. That's not your business. They want to go, let them go. Probably the better than they not deal with you anyway. Righteousness. It is time for us to wake up and stop playing games. There's a song that just flashed through my head partially. Goes something like this. <clears throat> Soul song. Some people know it, some people don't. I know a few words to it, so I'm going to give you a few words. Maybe you know it. <clears throat> One day at a time, sweet Jesus. That's all I'm asking of you. Help me today. Show me the way. One day at a time. One day at a time, sweet Jesus. That's all, that's all I'm asking of you. Help me today, show me the way. One day at a time. Notice the words you said. One day at a time, one day at a time, sweet Jesus. Show me the way, show me the way. Amen. So it says, one day at a time, sweet Jesus. That's all. That's all I'm asking of you. Hallelujah. Help me today. Show me the way, the way you need to go. One day at a time. One day at a time, sweet Jesus. That's all I'm asking of you. Help me today. Show me the way. One day at a time. That's exactly what all of us need. Amen. So we can show righteousness to ourselves. We need a Lord to help us one day. See, the problem with people today, they're living so advanced with technology. You can't actually live more than one day at a time. You can't live for tomorrow because tomorrow ain't here. You don't even know if you're going to wake up tomorrow. Oh, y'all ain't hear me. You don't even know if you're going to wake up tomorrow. We making big plans for tomorrow. And we ain't even guaranteed tonight. We're not even guaranteed tonight. But we make a big pass for tomorrow. Include preachers. We make, we are, we're going to do a revival here. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. Ain't nothing guaranteed. Yeah, oh, and me and my brother joke and say, there's one thing that is for sure that's guaranteed. Death and taxes. <laughs> Those two things are guaranteed. Death and taxes. One day at a time. It's time to live one day at a time. You're listening to this broadcast today. Some of y'all playing church. Some of y'all playing religious. Some of y'all got saved and don't know what to do. You need 
made the makeup in your mind you're going to serve God 100%. Now, 99 and a half won't do. You won't do. The scripture in Hosea 10 and 12 said, Sow to yourself in righteousness. I couldn't help me, so I was fornicating last night. I couldn't help because I, I was smoking a little reefer. I couldn't help. Oh, yeah. I got your number about that. It's legal. It's still a drug. Huh. They just legalize it so you can get high. <laughs> I am sorry. Y'all can't run those numbers on me. I better, I, I'm from Brooklyn, New York. That's where I was born. Now y'all know where I'm from. But you ain't psyching me with that nonsense. But you're here. You're listening to this broadcast. You may be even watching it. You need to get Christ at the head of your life. You need to acknowledge him each day in all your ways when you get up to go. Ask him to teach you to pray. Those of you that's not saved, let's pray and get Christ in your life today. Simple prayer, simple prayer, nothing, no magic. I don't have none of that stuff. Bow your heads and let's pray. And repeat after me. Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I ask you to come into my heart to be my Lord and my personal Savior. I realize it's high time that I get right with you and stay right with you. But you, Lord Jesus, have to help me. Father, in Jesus' name, help me be saved each day. I accept you as my personal Savior. I believe that you died on the third day. Excuse me, you died and rose on the third day, Lord Jesus. I thank you for saving me. I thank you for making me what you want me to be. One day at a time. I thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Now listen. Those of you that need strength, let's pray. Let me pray for your Father in Jesus' name. Everyone that needs strength, that's going through tests and trials, give them the strength to go through. Give them the mind to go through. Give them the ability to stand firm in your word. In Jesus' name. Amen. You can make it. It's time for you to make it. It's time for you to move forward. It's time for you to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Next week is part two of his time. You can make it in time. You can make it. Wednesday night we have Bible study at 8.15 right here. Come and join us. I'll come back on Sunday at 5.15 for the second part of this time. Until then, may the Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Be strong in the Lord and the power of his mind. God bless you.